Blazer fans, welcome back to the Blazer Victory Podcast, episode number 15. This is your co-host, John Duncan, and of course, I'm joined as always by my co-host, Steve Irvine. And Steve, buddy, it's good to be back. Um, it's been a couple weeks. It's, you know, 2020 just keeps rearing its ugly head. Um, unfortunately, right after we dropped our North Texas preview episode, of course, uh, that game was uh, postponed slash canceled. And then right after that, we found out that the next game against UTEP, that was scheduled to be in Midland, Texas, uh, this past Friday, was also postponed slash canceled. But here we are, buddy. Uh, we've got a Black Friday contest against our bitter rivals, Southern Miss, Black and Gold, Golden Eagles. Buddy, um, how you been holding up? I've been good. I've been a bit bored. <laughs> I wanted to do, I want to have some football and, you know, uh, when it comes to that, I've been bored, but no, it, it, it's been good. It's, um, it's been, it's been a weird year, obviously for everybody. And, and it's just, this whole season has been disjointed anyway. Uh, just with, you know, just, you never really know when you're going to play and there's a lot of off weeks and that type of thing. But, uh, you know, I'm just, um, you know, looking forward to Friday and, you know, hopefully get the opportunity to, uh, you know, play a game. Yes, for sure. And I mean, it's 2020, man. So hopefully it won't happen again when we dropped our previous episode that we dropped this one and this game gets postponed slash canceled. But I'm, I'm having faith, buddy, um, that we'll be able to uh, kick it off on Friday at Legion Field and we'll be able to have our uh, final regular season game in the old gray lady at legion field at least that's definitely going to be bittersweet uh for sure you know we've had so many memorable memorable uh you know games in that old uh stadium um but definitely looking forward to uh turning the page on the new chapter and protective stadium next year um but before we get into uh previewing this southern miss matchup steve let's just you know kind of keep talking about how we got to this point. So uh, it turns out uh, that it looks like uh, most of our secondary was wiped out for uh, due to contact tracing for the North Texas game and UTEP game. So that led to both of those games being postponed slash canceled. Um, at this point, I believe both North Texas and UTEP have games scheduled throughout the rest of the year, so there's really uh, there's a small chance those games can be made up, but realistically, right now at least, they're not going to be made up. But Conference USA has stated that they will go off of winning percentage in the conference to determine who will represent each division in the Conference USA Championship. And right now, UAB is two and one. They played three conference games, but they've got two more. Uh, of course, this game against Southern Miss, and in a couple weeks we'll go to Houston, Texas to take on the Rice Owls. But looking at the standings, if UAB just takes care of business these next two games, Steve, UAB's going to be in that Conference USA Championship. So it's nice to know that UAB really still controls its own, you know, destiny to get to that championship game. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's, uh, you know, you, 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 you certainly had that feel going into the Louisiana Tech game, you know, that you controlled your own destiny and, uh, you know, you win that game and, you know, you feel like you're pretty much uh, in the, in the you know, win, win the West or you know, certainly represent the West. And, you know, that didn't happen. And, you know, now you have that you still have that chance, though. And, and but, you know, it's going to take two more wins. I mean, you got to find out you, know, you got to play two more two more games at least. 
to you know to secure that. Um, so 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 you know you can't have can't have a forfeit now. I mean you you know if, if, if you do it's you just gonna it's gonna be really 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 tough to uh, to to get in uh, you know to win the West. So. It, you know, yeah, it's nice, but you still, you still are, uh, you know, scared to death that somehow you're going to lose games. You know, I mean, you just are. I mean, that's just the way it is. But all you can do is take care of yourself and and take care of the game in front of you, and uh, you know, just go from there. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, Conference USA has said that, uh, you know, you've got to play around the same number of games that the rest of the league has played. And when you really look at it. It's looking at you have to play at least five games to be able to be a part of the Conference USA Championship, to say. So UAB is definitely going to have to play at least, you know, these next two games, too. And they've got to win them, but they've definitely got to play them uh, to have a shot at getting in that Conference USA Championship. But, you know, my fear is UAB hasn't played since Halloween. You know, it's you're looking at almost a month layoff of, of not playing, you know, it's hard to, you know, keep a team, uh, you know, motivated each week when there's no game to look forward to. But if anybody knows how to do it, uh, Coach Clark certainly does because, you know, the man went three years without playing and he somehow, you know, managed to uh, keep his players motivated looking towards the 2017 season. So I, I do have faith that uh, Coach Clark has, you know, kept the team motivated. I mean, you know, like he said in his press conference today that, you know, he was able to, you know, take the team, look at the new stadium at Protective Stadium, just show them how nice it's going to be and just have team meetings and stuff. But what we don't know, Stephen, you know, we just talked about this before we started uh, started this episode, is um, how effective were they at practicing, you know, this these past couple weeks? Like, you know, when you lose almost your whole secondary, are you really able to practice, you know, to really prepare for a game? Uh, it's It's definitely going to be interesting to see. Um, how the Blazers look this Friday, you know, with that long month layoff. Yeah, and also you just don't know what kind of shape the 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 kids that were in quarantine. That's you know, right. obviously they they can't come work work out with the team, and so you know, are they are they working out on their own? Are they, you know, uh, <laughs> who knows? I mean, you know, we don't know that. We don't know what. Uh, what sort of things they were allowed to do. So, you know, what kind of shape are they, are they been in? And, you know, Coach Clark said in his press conference today that, you know, he was mentioning Dijon Turner in, in, as right. an example. He doesn't return to practice till Wednesday, mm. you know, b- because of the, the number of days in the quarantine. So, uh, you know, if he doesn't, then there's probably a, a bunch of others that don't too. And those guys have not had a chance to, uh, you know, to practice and, you know, so they're going to have, you know, a, a Wednesday practice and a Thursday walkthrough and a, and a Friday morning, you know, um, walkthrough uh, at the best. I mean, well, not Friday morning. They're playing Friday morning. So, yeah. so uh, I was thinking it was a night game because it was Friday. But, yeah, so, so you know, at the best, they have a, a walkthrough on Thursday and, and a, you know, a, basically a walkthrough on Wednesday too. I mean, that's certainly not a, a physical practice when you're playing Friday morning. Uh, so you just don't know, you know, I mean, you just, they know, I mean, you know, the, obviously the coaching staff knows who's, who's, who's been out there and who hadn't, but they don't necessarily know how, how you navigate through this because we really haven't, you know, nobody's had to f- face it until this year. I mean, yes, he's faced the, um, you know, the, 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 
challenge of being out for a couple of years and keeping him motivated and that kind of thing. But he, you know, he hasn't faced this. I mean, he has right. not faced this situation and, and, um, you know, very few people have, you know, until this year, you know, I mean, nobody has until this year, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, so it's, it's just, just, um, again, just like it was without, with, without football, there's no textbook that you can go to and go, okay, well, how am I going to do this now? Right. The the one thing my coach Carr's got a lot of friends in the coaching business, so he's I'm sure he's been on the phone with some of his friends uh, who have faced something similar this year, and you know said okay how did you handle this how did you handle that you know that type of thing I'm sure there's been some of that going on, but um, till you go through it you just hadn't done it and um, so we'll you know we'll see it's going to be interesting you know I I don't know that you know maybe it ends up being a situation where you just keep everything simple and uh, you just, you just say, Hey, we're just going to go in and, and um, try to keep this thing simple and run the ball straight at them and just try to out physical them or, or, you know, who knows? I mean, who knows what you can do now? The one thing that, that I guess a silver lining out of this is, and he even mentioned this today in his press conference too, is, you know, they had, they had a, you know, a few guys that had ankle injuries. Well, you, you know, you have three weeks for, to get an ankle injury better. Now, you know, yeah. high, high ankle sprain sometimes takes longer, but, but still you have, you know, you have guys banged up, you know, I mean, Tyler Johnston, for example, yes. I mean, you know, he, he's, he's going to be three weeks better than he was, you know, in the Louisiana tech game, as far as health goes. So that's a, that's a positive. I mean, there's no doubt that's a positive. And so there are, there is some of that, you know, you're able to, it'll be as healthy as you can, as you can be at this point of a season. Um, that's, that's what you're going to see, you know, from, from UAB on Saturday where, where Southern Miss has had to play last week. So, you know, yeah, I mean, there's a little advantage, but, um, you know, you just got to weigh what's, you know, what's, what's, what's more than, than, than another, as far as advantages or disadvantages. And, um, and the bottom line is we just won't know until, until Friday. Just, just right. won't. I mean, just, just won't. Exactly. Well, uh, one guy that Coach Clark can maybe call on is uh, Seth Luttrell over at North Texas. I mean, he just literally just went through the same situation on having a month layoff and came out. Uh, they played Rice this past week. Uh, came, you know, I was able to watch all that game, most of that game actually, mm-hmm. and they came out really slow. But I mean, they, they they found something and they ended up pulling out the W against Rice. So. Um, I don't know if Seth Luttrell would talk to Clark right now during the season. <laughs> I, but, I uh, doubt it. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, you're not going to talk to somebody in your own division, especially no. one that's still in position that, you know, if if something happens to, to maybe, you know, find their way in that championship game, uh, you know, I mean, it'd have to be crazy, but, you know, they, they could. I mean, who knows? So I don't know that they're going to be on the phone <laughs> talking to each other, but, yeah. uh, but uh, you know, maybe. You never know. Okay. Well, going back to your point on, you know, possibly keeping things simple this week. Well, you had to be lucked out and they're playing the opponent that you'd want to keep things simple with because this Southern Miss team is pretty bad this year. Honestly, um, you know, we'll go ahead and just hit on this preview for the Southern Miss game. I mean, this team, let's let's face it, they're pretty bad. They're banged up. They're on their third coach of the season. I mean, my goodness, three coaches in one season. I mean, come on. Um, I mean, I, if I was a player, I mean, I, I'd probably give up already too because that's, that's just ridiculous. That's three guys that basically didn't want to be there anymore. 
Um, well, the third guy, I guess he wants to be there. He's still there. But yeah. I mean, that's 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 tough on a coaching staff. I mean, I it's, it's got to be hard on those players. And I mean, and you see in these games. I mean, you go back. Uh, they lost a close game to UTSA, uh, twenty three to twenty last week. But honestly. That score is a little deceiving, you know. I got to I got to watch all of that game. Um, UTSA just kept things simple and ended up pulling out the W. Um, but you go back to the week prior when they played Western Kentucky. Towards the end of that game, tempers kind of flared on the Southern Miss side, and they got a little a little rowdy. Um, and the referee ended up having to call the game early. And I, I don't think I've ever seen that happen before in a game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen it every now and again. I mean, things like that happen. I, you know, I, I will say this though. I watched a lot of that UTSA game too um, last week, and I thought they played hard, man. I, you know, I, I didn't think I didn't see a lot of quit in them. Um, you know, I thought that I thought defensively, you know, particularly at the, you know, at the end, uh, you know, hey, they had trouble stopping Sincere McCormick. I mean, who doesn't? You know, right. I mean, that, the, sincere McCormick, uh, you know, probably all but one week is is it's been hard to stop them. You know, I thought a lot of the problems that that um, that they had that uh, UTSA had throwing the ball, well, I thought a lot of the problems were because of Southern Miss defense. I I just thought I thought I didn't think that I don't th- they didn't look like a team that had quit to me. You know, they they really didn't. I mean, you know, now. I, I watched some of the North, the UNA game, and I, you know, they look terrible. You know, they yeah. they, they end up they won it, you know, but so what, you know, and um, you know, obviously offensively they didn't do much against Western Kentucky, but you know, Western Kentucky didn't either, you know. So, I, but but I, you know, I was I was I came away a little impressed with just the way they kept playing last week. Um, I will you give know, you. Know. I will. I will agree with you that on, on the defensive side of the ball. No, no, granted, yeah. obviously they played okay too, but definitely on the defense, I will give you that. I did see them, you know, flying to the ball. Uh, they looked like they um, were in that game most of the game, really, until the fourth quarter. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with you on the defensive side of the ball. They do play well on defense, and that does show the last couple of weeks. I, I, I do agree with you there. Yeah, and and I I do think you know obviously it's a program in a mess. I mean, there's just yeah. no no way around it, and and I don't think the mess started just at the first of this season. No, I think the mess started toward the end of last season. Uh, you know, I think that there was some stuff going on there, so it, it is a mess right now. But but you know, I, I from I expected, um, you know, like I said, I watch a lot of the UNA game, and I expect to kind of see the same thing last week when I turned on TV. And as I'm watching, I'm thinking like, well, hey, they're playing hard, man. I mean, you know, defensively and, you know, I mean, even offensively. I mean, I think, you know, they've got some pieces. You know, I mean, Tim Jones is as good as, you know, a lot of receivers. You know, most – he's one of the better receivers in the conference. Yeah. Um you know, I think the Frank Gore Jr. is a really impressive young guy. You know, oh, um, we're going to talk about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's an impressive young guy. And I, you know, I think there's some, a few pieces there. Now, who knows what's going to happen at the quarterback position? And, you know, obviously they were a lot better. You know, if you have Jack Abraham, at least you have a guy who's, who wasn't having a great year, but he's proven. Um, you know, and, and even Watley. I mean, you know, remember Watley? I mean, Watley was the quarterback the night that, they took UAB to overtime into a you know, really good ago. championship yeah. team. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I don't know if he'll be ready or not. I mean, the way he left the game. No, he's not going to play. I yeah. can't imagine he played. I hadn't even, I hadn't even had a chance to look at any newspaper reports or anything from, 
from this week there, but I can't imagine the way he left that he's going to play. Yeah, um, he he's. Uh, I watched the uh, Southern Miss press conference today, and uh, their coach uh, Billings is his name. I forgot. Yeah, Tim Billings. But, yeah, Tim Billings. Yeah, but he he was saying that he doesn't think he's going to play. That he he had a show. He did have a shoulder injury at the end of that UTSA game, and it it looked pretty rough. So they're they're yeah. um and and I don't know if our listeners know, but Jack Abraham, who was the quarterback last year for Southern Miss, and early on this year, he's actually left the program. He's going to enter the transfer portal portal, mm-hmm. so he's no longer with the team. And Tate Watley was the number two guy. And he's probably not going to play this Friday. So they're actually down to their third guy, Trey Lowe. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they talked about on their press conference today that they were going to have a freshman behind him be the number two quarterback. Um, and that guy's name is Trey, uh, Jack Walker. He's going to be the number two guy behind Trey Lowe. So they have confirmed basically that uh, Watley's not going to play this Friday. So that's good for us, but it sucks for him. Yeah, and if they get down to Jack Walker, I think uh, Tim, Tim Billings is going to need some Jack Daniels, maybe to get through it. So, you know, because that's that would be uh, that wouldn't be good. But uh, I mean, and it's a shame. I mean, you know, it's it's a shame they're they're going through this. I'm not certainly not a Southern Miss fan, and and uh, but you know, I still hate to see it. You know, uh, just you for do. And, and like you said, Steve, you know, it goes back to the end of last year, really. After they beat us last year, it kind of went all downhill. After that game, it just – everything went crashing down. Like, I don't know yeah. what the deal was. I mean, this is such a – I mean, obviously, I'm going to let everybody know, you know, I hate Southern Miss. This is our rival. I hope they suck, and I hope they always suck. But mm-hmm. it is sad to see, you know, such a such a, pro, a football program with such proud tradition just – at the state that they are right now. I mean, this kind of goes back to Ellis Johnson bad, you know, when they were 0-12 or whatever. It's just so weird how far this program has fallen. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, they should, you know, I think it's a lot deeper than we see, you know. I mean, I think it, it goes it, it goes deeper into, for, for, I mean, my guess is, I mean, we don't see it, but my, I think it goes into, you know, just the money they put into it, you know, I mean, I think there's a lot more going on than just, just on the field and, and, you know, and, and, um, you got to make good hires and I, and I don't think that they made a good hire in their last head coach and, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, he won some games and, you know, but, but I just, you know, I don't think he, they made a good hire and, and, um, you know, so it's going to be very important for them to make a good hire this time because they got to, they got to dig out of this, you know, they can't hire another Ellis Johnson. That's for sure. No, um, no, you know, just can't. And um, so, uh, you know, hey, Steve, part um, of me. Re- really quick, I'll tell you a guy who's available. And who's that? Garrett McGee. <laughs> That'd be a great hire. That'd be a great yes. hire. Hire him. Hire yeah. him. Hire <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you know they they can get out. They can pull the game tape of the the 2013 game at Legion Field and. <laughs> Oh, and, don't uh, bring you know, that up. Oh, maybe, maybe turn it off after halftime. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, hey, I, but I tell you what, it, it, you know, I mentioned that game, but I was thinking about that just yesterday, or you know, early, you know, recently. Um, mm-hmm. This team is is um, this Southern Miss team's coming into to this game with similar to that. I mean, there, there's there's one way that they can salvage a crazy terrible season. And there's one way, 
and that's yeah. that's to to win win at Legion Field. So mm. that has to be in your mind if you're UAB. I mean, not, not I mean. In your mind is motivation, not in your mind is putting doubt anywhere in, in you, right. but in your, your mind is, you know, hey, you know, we, we've got a desperate team coming in here and um, let's not have, let's not, you know, let's not turn, let's not have that deja vu. Yes, uh, now, for, now for, fortunately, Garrick McGee's not on the sideline, <laughs> yes. um, you know, so there is that, that is fortunate, but um, you know, it, it just, it was, it's funny that, you know, we were talking about that game because I was thinking about it. I was thinking like, man, I don't want to see that happen again. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, and I don't think it will. I think UAB will be ready. But, you know, just yeah. like, there's just so many questions, you know. Uh, there's right. just a lot of questions. It uh, is. I mean, not playing for a month and it's a rivalry game. Now, granted, you know, we get them. They just play Saturday. So they're a little beat up already. You yeah. Know, we just mentioned with injuries. Uh Right. I believe Frank, Frank Gore Jr.'s got some uh, something nagging him as well. Uh, most of the team does. So hopefully that'll work in UAB's advantage that we're catching them on such a short week. And we've had all this time off um, to, you know, rest up. And like you said, get some guys out close to 100 uh, percent. So hopefully that'll work in our favor. And I mean, and, you know, going back to the uh, North Texas having a similar situation, they came out in the rice game and they were down 10, nothing real quick. You know, they came out really sloppy mm-hmm. and I hate to say it, but I, I'm kind of going to expect something similar to that with UAB. You know, you don't play for a month then you come out. I mean, you're going to have to um, keep things simple, but you're going to have some mistakes, especially early on. Um, but I mean, UAB's too good. I, and Southern Miss, they're just, they're just not good. Uh, yeah, and I think I think the one good thing about the, about keeping it simple, I and mean, you talk about that, is you know the the way to keep it simple is uh, is to to hand the ball off to Spencer Brown and Dwayne McBride yes. and Jermaine Brown. That's the way to keep it simple. Well, that's yep. where your strength. That's what your strength is. You know, um, your your strength is riding those guys, and your strength is. Line it up on defense and just beating people up front, you know. Um, so, so I I do think um, keeping it simple, even though it's you know the, in a way that you, you you that's you know you're, you're saying that not in a good way, sort of. But in this yeah. case, you are, you are. I mean, because if, if you if you if you ride those guys and the running game and the guys and you know the the, the lineman up front. Um, then, then, you know, you should be okay. So, I mean, in, in this, in this sense, I kind of like that, you know, no doubt. Yes. Yes. And Hey, when Southern Miss starts crowding that box, man, hit him over the top with, uh, Austin Watkins. I mean, it's as simple as that. Just hit him over the top. If they start mm-hmm. crowding that box, which they're going to do, that's going to be their game plan and their press conference. They said, they're going to, they're going to have to keep things simple on their side too, because they said uh, both the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator stated that they haven't had much time to, really prepare for UAB and look at film and, and the little film that they did have, it's been, it's been a month, you know, since UAB's played. So are they, are we going to come, come out the same way? Probably, but you know, they're expecting to see a little different UAB team and they said they're going to come out simple as well. So we should have some good old, uh, old school football this Friday. Yeah, should be, should be. So uh, we'll see. I mean, and you know, and the other, you know, the other thing that's that's going to be tough a little bit is with um, with Trey Low in uh, in in the game as as quarterback. You know, there's not a whole lot of film on him. Right. Um, now, it, you know, it, it is. It, it will be kind of fun. You know, his um, 
His grandfather is Woody Lowe, uh, Woodrow Lowe that played at, at Alabama um, oh, and was on, was on the UAB staff uh, uh, under Watson Brown. Um, and then his father's Woody Lowe Jr., who also played at Alabama. And, and um, you know, he um, Trey Lowe actually started at West Virginia. Not started not, – he wasn't a starter, but, I mean, he, he started his – his college career at uh, West Virginia. So um, that's kind of neat. You know, that's kind of neat for him. And, you know, but, but, it, but it is a, a little uh, disadvantage that there's not a whole lot of film on him. Um, you know, he's played, I think, in four or five games. And, you know, I think he's thrown two interceptions, no touchdowns. So, I mean, he had, yeah. it's not like he's played well. So there is a little film on him. But, um, you know, there is going to be some unknown there uh, with him. You know, I, I know when – when uh, he transferred there, uh, you know, I know there was talk that, um, you know, there's talk. I mean, I, I heard, you know, message board type talk. So this is, you know, <laughs> take it with a grain right. that, you know, he was going to challenge Jack Abraham. You know, the, the, it was hmm. very excited that he was, you know, a guy that, you know, of course he ended up third on the depth, uh, you know, solidly yeah. third on the depth chart. And, uh, but Hey, you know, you just, you know, maybe this is his, his time to, you know, he's playing at Legion Field where his, you know, his grandfather and father played, made a lot of memories. Yeah. So, you know, um, um, so, you know, that could be a, a, you know, a different little twist to this thing, too. That's true. I'm sure we'll have some uh, friends and family in the stands at Legion Field on Friday for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, really quickly, uh, looking at the Southern Miss offense, really the only thing, you know, as we mentioned, they're struggling at the quarterback position. Um, but really the only thing they have going for them is Frank Gore Jr. And, uh, of course, you guys should recognize that name. Yes, that is son of uh, NFL, going to be Hall of Fame player Frank Gore. Um, and he's he's playing pretty well lately. I mean, he's he has almost 600 yards rushing for the year and 112 attempts, so that's about five a carry. But I will say this, when Frank Gore Jr. gets over 100 yards rushing, Southern Miss is 2-0 and this year. All the other games that they've lost, he hasn't hit 100 yards. So that should be easy for UAB defense to say, hey, we just got to stop Frank Gore Jr., um, stop that rushing game. And if you do that, you know, they really don't have a threat, at least as far as we know. Uh, well, they got some the They got some threats at receiver now. I mean, well, they, I, I, they I do. Tim, Tim Jones – if 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 they didn't have Quez Watkins last year, you know who was, you know arguably the best re, you know receiver in the conference last year. One of them certainly, um, you know he kind of overshadowed some of the other some of the other guys. Um, but I mean Tim Jones is dynamic now. I mean he's he's as uh, he hadn't played. He's only played in five games this year, so he's been. And I don't know how much of it was injury. I I, I don't know exactly why he wasn't playing. But you know he's he's a big play dude now. I mean he's um, you know he's he's got I think twenty four passes, got three touchdowns. Uh, you know, a had long a heck of a touchdown you know, catch against UTSA. Yeah, that yeah. Was sports center. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, long as seventy four. You know, and then you got Jason Brownlee who has thirty one catches. Uh, Demarcus Jones has been uh, you know a guy that's um, played well for him as a receiver. So I, I think they got some playmakers at receiver. Now they got to get him the ball. I mean that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, 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 that, so that's up to Trey Lowe now to give him the ball. But I think if, um, you know, I don't think you sleep on, on those guys. I mean, I think that, you know, Frank, Frank Gore obviously is a big playmaker, but to me, their best playmaker, you know, uh, you know, and when he's in the game is Tim Jones. I mean, Tim Jones, that's a dynamic dude now. 
I mean, he's um, so so. I you know you got to watch him. I mean, uh, you know when if he's at, you know if he's playing and he played last week, so I, I you know I have no reason to believe he won't play this week. But like I say, he's only played in five games. But um, they've got some playmakers. But it all starts with you know having to get the playmakers the ball. Now it's easier to give your running back the ball, you know, Frank yeah. Frank Gore. And, you know, and I think Kevin Perkins is a guy, you know, big running back that when they get in short yardage and when they get near the goal line, you know, he's been a, you know, I think he's had six touchdowns. Um, you know, I, I think he's only averaging like 30 yards a game, but, but, you know, he can score. So they, you know, they got some guys, you know, I mean, they're not, they're not totally <laughs> devoid of, of playmakers. They hadn't done a lot this year, but, you know, I think that if, if um, they're capable, I think. Right. And, you know, going back to our secondary being out these last couple of weeks, I mean, that's they might come out trying to test that test our secondary since, you know, everybody knows that, you know, we've basically had our almost our whole secondary wiped out for a couple of weeks. So, I mean, I, I can see that. But. And they could, you know, and they can make plays with, you know, with their legs. I think that I think we're going to see a lot of that early, especially uh, from I think you should probably see that from Southern Miss is try to try to just use the short passing game and make you know let let him let him just get the ball out of his hands and and get the ball to playmakers and see if they can make a play and get him in a rhythm or at least get him comfortable um, and 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 those guys are capable of, of you know turning a short short pass in a big game so uh, you know I think that could be you know what they what they plan on doing I don't know that you um, can just line up and run the ball against, you know, as Conference USA team can just line up and run the ball successfully against UAB if you don't really have any other threat there, you know, um, unless you have Sincere McCormick or unless you're, you know, maybe Marshall could. But, you know, I don't think a, you, I don't think many Conference USA teams can just line up and just say, hey, we're going to run the ball on, you know, uh, on UAB. I just, I, you know, I don't see that happening. No, yeah, I agree. And I mean, on defense, uh, Southern Miss is allowing about 410 yards per game. Um, so, uh, you know, the defense as of late has played well the last couple of games against UTSA, Western Kentucky. Um, but definitely, guys, the key to this game for UAB is just keep keep things sim- simple. You know, as Steve mentioned early on, just pound the rock with Spencer and company and get that ground game going established, uh, get it going uh, early in the game. And when they start loading that box, um, just attack deep with Tyler Johnston. Hopefully, um, you know, as Steve mentioned earlier, um, in the conference called or uh, the conference called today with Coach Clark, he did mention that uh, Tyler uh, was uh, close to 100 percent, and pretty much, uh, I think he even said that he's looking healthier than he did at the beginning of the season, which is uh, really good to hear that he's finally um, getting close to 100 percent. But, yeah, that's the key to this week's game uh, for UAB against Southern Miss. You know, expect things to maybe not start off so well. Just keep in, keep in mind that UAB hasn't played since Halloween. Um, so it's been almost a month since they played. So things are going to be a little rocky at first. But I think UAB uh, should be able to get this win uh, pretty easily, hopefully. Um, but as we mentioned in our last episode, if we win by one point, a win is a win. There's no such thing as an ugly win. Uh, just get the win, man. Um, but again, this game is going to be this Friday, on Black Friday, at 11.30 a.m. Central Time. It will be televised on CBS Sports Network. 
or you can listen to Steve and David Crane and Trey Raglan on Jocks 94.5 FM on the call if you guys aren't able to make it out to Legion Field. But we definitely hope that you'll be able to make it out because this is looking like it's going to be the last game, home game for UAB at the Old Grey Lady. So hopefully we can go out on top um, and get the W and get these last two losses, uh, get these get this bad taste out of our mouth from these uh, – two Louisiana school losses out of our, out of our, um, out of our mouths. Yeah. Yeah. It's, those been sitting for way too long, man. Way too long. So let's get yes. that out of the way and, uh, pick up a win and see what happens after that. Yes. And for you, uh, anybody listening that likes, uh, looking at point spreads, uh, UAB actually opened as a 16 point favorite. Uh, Sunday, and it's already up to 20 points in UAB's favor. So it seems like Vegas is liking UAB to uh, get a dominating win. But also, guys, we've got some basketball this week. Uh, the Andy Kennedy era kicks off, or tips off, I should say, Wednesday uh, afternoon against Alcorn State. That will be a 2.30 tip-off. Um, and they also play Saturday at two against Southeast Louisiana. Um, we can, you know, let's talk some basketball, Steve. Um, let's look at this uh, Alcorn State team that UAB takes on Wednesday afternoon at two thirty. Definitely hope you guys can make it out to Bartow. Um, I'll be at the game, so definitely say hey um, if you see me. Uh, but let's look at Alcorn State. Uh, they've got a new head coach, uh, Landon Bussey. Um, they last year they finished in fourth place in the SWAC. Um, and interesting fact, I believe UAB has never lost to a SWAC team in basketball. I know a couple years ago we came close to uh, losing to Southern, but we ended up pulling that game out thankfully. Um, but. I mean, this is a game UAB should win. Really, both of these games UAB should win. But, you know, this is Andy Kennedy's first year. Um, you know, we've got a lot of transfers on the team uh, coming from other schools. So it'll be interesting to see how things shake up. But just looking at Alcorn State, uh, their best player is uh, Toymane Crosby. Uh, he was an all-conference player in the SWAC last year and averaged uh, about 15 points per game. Um, they've actually gone transfer heavy, adding about eight transfers, I believe, to their uh, roster. Um, along with two freshmen. But one of those transfers uh, UAB actually faced last year. Um, Ross Jacoby uh, was at Alabama State last year. So UAB's already uh, familiar with him from last year's team. But um, And I think he, he went 0 for 7 uh, in field goals in that game against UAB last year. So, I mean, I, yeah. I definitely see UAB able to uh, – we should be able to get the win. Hopefully we look good and get a dominant win. Um, but, yeah. Steve, any thoughts yeah, on this Alcorn State? Well, yeah, I mean they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be guard oriented. You know, that's what yes. swag, that's what swag is. I mean, that, you yep. know, um, you know, I think that's what helped, you know, Mike Davis when he went to Texas Southern, and you know, for a few of those years that, you know, he recruited in to right. transfer big kids. You know, he had a couple big kids, and that's I think, you know, in this conference, it's a guard oriented conference, and um, so you know, I mean, it'll be, you know, I, I don't. I don't think in next, in my opinion, you know, dominating really doesn't matter at this point. I mean, I think it's just, um, it's, it's a work in progress, no matter what, you know, and, right. and, you know, wins a win at this point. And, uh, it's kind of, you, cause you're still working on you know, rotations and you're still, tra- especially this UAB team, you know, you, 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 you don't know anything right now, really. I mean, I mean, he has an idea obviously of, 
who the top guys are and that type of thing. But it's just um, a matter of getting those rotations down and, you know, getting out there and um, getting some um, just continuity going and, and yeah. see what happens. I, I mean, I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing, you know, uh, a lot of the new guys and, and um, some of the old guys, you know, in a different uh, in, a, in a different system. You know, I, I think uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the tempo. You know, because that's the one good thing about, uh, you know, playing a swag team first, I think, because, uh, you know, you, um, you know, I know that uh, Andy Kennedy loves to play with, with uh, you know, an up-tempo type um, uh, attack. And, and, and you know, you're going to get that against the swag team. That's what they do. They, they run. And so, um, you know, you're, you're, you're going to, you know, you're going to um, see how you match up against that. So, I mean, there's a lot of fun things that, that uh, you know, you're going to be able to see you know, out of this game. Right. And, you know, Kennedy should bring, you know, as you just mentioned, you know, a, a fun style of basketball back to Birmingham. So it'll be definitely uh, fun to watch and uh, see how the Blazers look Wednesday. But they've also got a game Saturday at 2 o'clock against Southeast Louisiana. Um, this is a Southland Conference team. Um, you guys uh, might remember uh, Central Arkansas, who UAB played in football to start off the year. They're in the Southland Conference. And, of course, Stephen F. Austin's in the same conference as well. Uh, this team uh, went 8-23 and 23 last year, so a pretty bad team. Uh, they actually finished uh, tied for next to last in that conference. Uh, David Kiefer, um, this is his second year at Southeast Louisiana. Um, they actually lost their, their best player, uh, Ty Brewer. He actually transferred out to East Tennessee State. And, as you guys know, UAB will actually face that team later on this year. Um, they do return three out of their five starters from last year. Um, but just another bad team UAB should be. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we come out 2-0 two, two and o, uh, out of this out of these two games. And just, you know, just, yeah, get, get the two wins and get some confidence going and just have some fun out there. Um, you know, a, a lot of the uh, media right now, just looking on Twitter and on social media, you kind of were worried that, hey, are we going to be able to get this basketball season tipped off? But, you know, as of now, and, you know, Wednesday, we're going to tip it off at Bartow. Um, and we hope to see you guys down there and uh, cheer on the Blazers uh, and, you know, hopefully get those two wins. And just we'll be able to kind of see what we look like as a team after two games, get a more feel on it. Um, because as you mentioned, Steve, you know, we've got, a, we've got a few transfers in on our team as well. So it'll be fun to actually see how we look. Um, now, TV-wise, they haven't announced uh, how this is going to be televised. Uh, keep your eyes out um, and ears. Uh, probably Tuesday, tomorrow, um, probably when you're listening to this podcast, they've already announced it. But uh, they should announce uh, the TV selection for those two games. If I had to guess, it'll probably be on like ESPN Plus or something like that or CUSA TV. Yeah. Um, but, but definitely, you know, try to make it out to Bartow if you can, um, or listen, uh, to David Crane, I believe for basketball, they're going to be on a hundred point five FM. If I read that correctly. Um, yeah. so, okay, great. So yeah, yeah, listen to him. If you, you know, if you can't make it down and Murray Bartow, Murray Bartow is, yes. I mean, I, you know, I, I think David Crane's one of the best in the business, obviously, but I just absolutely loved Listen to Murray Bartow break down a game, and and uh, yeah, I love Steve Mitchell too. I thought Steve Mitchell was tremendous, but I just um, I really enjoyed Murray Bartow's style of, of, of breaking down a game. And so uh, tune into those guys, and uh, and you're gonna um, 
you're gonna have a fun time if you you know if you can't if you can't be there that's the next best thing to me oh yeah for sure and also keep in mind the women um they're actually going to be playing wednesday as well at 10 30 a.m they'll be playing edward edward waters from florida and then on sunday the 29th they'll play tennessee tech university so that'll be on, on you know interesting to see how the women come out looking um i know they're I think they were picked to finish towards the bottom of the league, which is really odd. Um, but hopefully the men and women's uh, teams both uh, get get some wins to start off the season well with uh, the Andy Kennedy era and Randy Norton. Um, so we'll definitely be watching and listening and hoping they all pull out the W's. Um, but also, guys, you know, this week is Thanksgiving. Uh, Steve and I just want you guys to know how thankful we are for you listening to us. Uh, week in and week out. Um, thank you for sharing us, and we just really appreciate you guys and just hope that you continue to help spread the word about the podcast and just tell a couple Blazer fans about us. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at BlazerPod if you're not already, or if you don't have Twitter, we're on Facebook at BlazerPod as well. Give us a like on there, and let's just hope that we get some Blazer, uh, Blazer Ws this week. Um, but everybody be safe, enjoy friends, family um, safely and watch some good football and basketball and get a lot, a lot of good food to eat. Uh, Steve, uh, what's your favorite uh, Thanksgiving food item? If you had to pick one item. Uh, something that doesn't run from me, probably would be first. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm a, Hey, I, I, you know, I'm a, I love the Turkey, uh, the, the stuffing. It's great. Ooh, Mashed yes. potatoes are great. Um, mm. You know, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not hard to please when it comes to Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, there, there's not a whole lot that uh, that, that I don't like. Um, you know, I just, uh, I'm not a big cranberry guy. Other than that, um, what? Oh, nah, yeah, not, not, nah, I'm just not, just not. Uh, to me, it gets in the way <laughs> of, of, of the good stuff. So, uh, other than that, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm wide open, no doubt. Uh, well, I'm definitely more of a ham guy than a turkey guy, but I love my cranberry sauce, um, and it's got to be that fake crap. It's got to be in the can, that little jelly stuff. It's got to oh, be that, gosh. man. I can't do no home homemade cranberry sauce. No, it's got to be that fake <laughs> little jelly uh, cranberry sauce. <laughs> so good yeah. with your with your dressing, man. Oh, man. Oh, she can have it. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no way. No way. Like I say, it just gets in the way. <laughs> well, all right guys uh we'll be back uh to recap the southern miss game and see what the future holds for football and also we'll be back and talk about how the basketball team's looking uh with andy kennedy air getting off to a start um expect that episode to be out maybe around sunday afternoon ish uh that's the plan right now but we will see you guys next time uh everybody be safe and go blazers